Hey guys, welcome to episode three of uh, Ideal Records podcast with uh, Zayrod and Jessius. How you guys doing this fine Monday morning? It's coming out on a Tuesday though. Oh yeah, it's coming out on Tuesday. This guy. It's fine. I mean, okay. it's Monday for us, Tuesday yeah. for them. All I right. don't know. Well, my week's been very all right. Just been emailing for contracts and getting no responses, so. Oh well. From last week or two weeks ago? Yeah, from the this past two weeks, yeah. So trying to do your own producing work or whatever? Your own, what is it? I don't want to. I do not want to. I do not <laughs> think producing is fun. I feel like it would be fun. Take a couple hours out of your day just to make beats or something. Uh, I don't like it. Really? It's not fun to me. You say you don't like snares, right? Snares are the worst thing ever? Hi-hats. Hi-hats? Or hi-hat hi-hat. snares or what? No, nah, hi-hats are the, the metal part and that snares are here. The actual drum. Oh, uh, same thing to me. This guy. <laughs> but so that's why you're the music theorist guy. The mu- has, all right, that's different, but yeah. <laughs> no, you're the, the music, music guy. You're the music theorist guy. Your week's been, when, how about you? Your week? Uh, my week's been pretty basic, simple. I mean, you can't really live off DIYs because you start losing too much money and you have to make money somehow. So you have to work every once in a while, <laughs> especially if you're spending, uh, what, like $300 on material. And I mean, how many people make $300 a day? Not that much, especially starting out in DIY. So, I mean, it's it's going though. It's a process. It's not an overnight, overweek thing. So That's the main thing that I have to remember. And I know you had come into this uh, issue as well, but... Some things just don't happen overnight, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I definitely have the problem myself of trying yeah, to get things I, done I and just stressing over, losing sleep. I have to get this done. What do I need to do to have a two-week... Instead of having a five-year plan, you have, a, like, a five-hour plan or a five-day <laughs> plan, five-month plan. If it doesn't go as well, it's, man, it's the worst. But, I mean, take it slow. It's, it works out eventually. I mean, you, you see uh, Elon Musk, Jeff, Jeffrey Bozos, all them... They're in their 50s, 60s, barely doing what they want to do. Bro was working at McDonald's. Yeah. Some uh, out of the garage action. Some uh, declared bankruptcies at like 20. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we said in the last podcast, you know, there's always a first, second, third, fourth, and fifth way. Yeah. To make money, to be successful, and I guess monetarily successful. Yeah, that's true. There's always another way, but this goes... This topic that we're going to bring up here is very wide in scale, very massive in scale. And getting into the specifics could take five five hours, five years, however long. Five decades. Five decades. Because every single time you see the news, it's the news is on every day. So it can continuously lie all the time. Yeah, some uh, fake news action. That's going to be the topic. It's going to be fake news. Fake news. <laughs> say it. Or how did... Fake news. No, you have to say it with the voice. Oh, I, I can't do a good Trump voice. Oh, you can't? Uh-uh, not really. I would have thought you would. Mm-mm. I'm not too good at impressing, at impressing him. But anyways, that's something I never understood about fake news. When did society kind of lose the ability... I don't want to say society, but when did we get lose the ability to kind of read our own articles, find our own research, and kind of believe based off the facts rather than just not opening news articles. Actually, I can go into that. On Facebook, I barely noticed there's a thing where you can send a link and it'll tell you, are you sure you want to send the link without actually reading the article or opening the article? So, I mean, that's a good good start. 
but it it shows it goes on to show that people aren't actually reading the article. They just kind of send things and based off the title or something. Um. Well, Facebook is kind of mainly used by middle aged people. Middle aged, but still, it's a it's a news or not news, but it's a social media platform that is, it a, is a acknowledging acknowledging the fact that people don't read. I have no idea. I guess it's because they had got a warning. I don't. I don't exactly know why they would implement that. That's a. I did not know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, when we're going to Facebook, Facebook is full of middle-aged people who, I mean, if you know any middle-aged person, they kind of really do not want to read things. They just want to sit back and watch TV all day. What's a middle-aged person? Uh, forty-five and up. Really? You don't yeah. even think uh, millennials or. Millennials, they're in their 30s right now, right? Well, yeah, but they also don't like to read sometimes. Or they have a really biased opinion on things. So they're gonna, they might send the article based off of, oh, look at this article to support my argument that X, Y, Z. I guess so. I mean, I, I don't really know about the older demographic a lot in terms of how they communicate with each other other than, yeah, they do send stupid articles and dumb memes that, that aren't you know, relevant to anything. That are relevant. You know, they send the one with the kid doing the thumbs up on his, on his computer. Which one's that one? The the baby one? No, the little white kid. He's at the library computer and he's like... With a green shirt or something? He's got like a gray shirt or something on. He's uh, got the spiky hair. I have to look it up. I don't remember that one. Damn it, Jess. Why can't you just entertain these things, damn it? <laughs> I'm trying to make a point here. I don't. I really. It's just. I don't know. The thing with me, that's the problem. I always have the questions to ask, and I. I always want to have uh, the correct information on like a lot of other people out there. Not you, but I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Fake news people. They don't want. Fake they don't news. care about the fake news. They don't care about the real story. I want to know the real actual picture because when you say thumbs up, I'm thinking about that little kid with his thumbs up. That one too. Yeah. The, the... <laughs> Yeah, with this the, one with the green shirt. Yeah, yeah. that one. Now he so, has his fist up. It's not his thumbs. Oh, same thing. He has something up. So yes. Yeah. That's what I'm referencing to. I don't want people to have the wrong information. You know, there's a there's an, there's one out there with spiky hair. There's one out there with his fist, and there's one out there with his thumbs up. So, but the point is, they're sending stupid memes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm trying to drive here. So they don't. They're not necessarily the most informative of generations because they are. I wouldn't say they're past their prime, but. <laughs> They're very, do not want to do anything else. They just came home from work. and. So what are we? What are we? Yeah. Us too, or us and Zoomers? Uh, are we considered Zoomers? We're Zoomers. All right, We're yeah. born in, uh, from 1990, so whatever, to 2005. So what, a little bit off top real quick, but what's, uh, so what's that whole Gen X or Gen Z thing? I thought we were Gen X or Gen Z, or we're, XY or something. We're Zoomers, and then Gen Z is the one above us, and Gen X is the one... Or Gen X, I don't remember exactly how it goes. I'm to be completely honest with you. I just looked it up to see if I was a Zoomer. <laughs> uh, I, I, but we I are Zoomers. I know that for sure. I know. I know Gen Z and Gen X are the are the ones uh, younger than us. But I don't know which one comes first. I mm-hmm. imagine it's XZ, but maybe it's ZX. I don't know. Some dot EXE action. Uh, I have no idea. It's just <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Oh damn. I... You're good. Anyway, so we're we're Zoomers. We're Zoomers. Yeah. So I know for sure the reason why we don't read because we're this is the one thing that schools our our our, our government our government schools public schools 
Yeah, gov- I just call them government schools because that's what they are. <laughs> They're not public schools? Nope. So why are the they government schools? Why are they told we're public schools? Well, because, you know, what sounds better, public schools or government schools? I mean, for sure, public schools because government makes it seem like I'm being brainwashed or something. That's, yeah, exactly. So that's why, I, I, that's why I'm calling it government regime. schools. Public schools are the absolute epitome of garbage. In the school system, if you want to go to a garbage, if you want to send your kid to come out as a as an, as a as a gender mafia idiot, go ahead and send them to public schools right now. A, he, a what? A gender what? Gender mafia retard. Can't say that. I can say retard. I don't mind saying that <laughs> because especially with the LG, you're just you. Sorry, you're not retarded. You're just naive, and I I feel I do feel bad for you because kids don't know any better. Okay, <laughs> but if you want to send your kids to to absolutely be a, a not a worthless piece of garbage, but if you if you want to send your kids to just be a hundred percent not being able to make decisions for themselves, then go ahead and send them to public schools. That's the reason why they took out all the classical readings and instead of you know there's a reason why kids hate reading and people hate and kids hate doing mathematics because they have. You're not specifically targeting what makes a kid a kid and why the kid is so, you know, there's plasticity in their mind. A kid, what does a kid want to do? A kid wants to explore. A kid has wonder. A kid wants to have fun. Mm -hmm. But if you send them into a class and say, listen, look, you're going to read from this textbook. You're going to do these math problems without any sort of fun or something that they can challenge their minds with, then they're not going to. Well, that's also based on the teacher in the course, especially when you get um. At least in at least the schools we went to, we got to kind of choose our classes. I feel. Yeah, but it was still. There's a reason why I hate writing today. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like because I like person. No. Really? And it's it's the. I I never liked writing or reading, but I enjoyed. I never liked writing or reading in class or in school, but like doing it on my own time. Without someone telling me what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. I liked math, but I would have liked it better if it was intertwined into, because G.K. Chesterton says this, and now this is very this is very relevant. But he said, education is not a subject, and it does not deal in subjects, which is very very true, mm-hmm. because math and reading. And science, they all they're they're all not their own subjects, mm-hmm. because with reading gives you comprehension skills which would help you with math, and with math gives you better, you know, scientific mm-hmm. skills, and is one of the and then logistics history with reading exactly writing. yeah, <clears throat> and so history, and that's the best kind of that's the best kind of education you can get is being able to recognize that reading is so. It's so important because there's a reason why history is not very well done. And the reason why they changed it from history to social studies mm-hmm. is because they want you to study just the social aspects of now. They don't go into the history of of the past so much. Because there's lessons, like I was telling you, in the, like I was saying in the last episode, that there's lessons to be learned in human history. And... and um, would you agree with me that human nature doesn't humans don't change? Human nature doesn't change. Human nature doesn't change. You yep. mean by as in they adapt? 
but like the just the the natural just human nature just the natural order of how humans react to well, everything I, mean, I agree with i agree that there's an order to everything correct but i feel that as humans how you also mentioned in the last episode we kind of change according to what's going on and some people change more than others some people kind of stay fixed on a and a little yeah but the situation. overall nature of human yes it should so it, like it's the same. Here, let me let me let me give you this so like if a human you know they say human you know you give a man a power mm-hmm. that he he you know you corrupt the man you know if you because if you give man power they're always going to continue to want more right yeah of course people are greedy Exactly. Which is a sin. Yeah, yeah exactly. But that's human nature. That's the yeah. thing of human nature. That's, that's human what nature. I'm trying to say. Yeah, okay, yes. Okay, well, that's why they don't want to teach you history because if you teach them history, they can teach you exactly how the humans behaved in this sort of form that they were already being corrupted by. Mm-hmm. So, so if human nature doesn't change, everything now is analogous to then because human nature doesn't change. Mm-hmm. And so, everything, and I, I said this before, so I don't mean to keep cutting you off. But everything that happened back then is happening now because nothing is new. Everything repeats itself, which the history repeats itself is a modern a modern take on history, mm-hmm. which is they they teach you they they teach you that because they say oh you know what don't look at history because we're so we're we're such the scholars now we're we're the smarter versions of what it was back then. I mean look around us. I mean, the technology is different, but human nature doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Everything is kind of... It's just, yeah, just, the surrounding is different, but yeah. the, the actual nature of man does not change. Mm-hmm. So I was going to... Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought when you, when you cut me off, but it's fine. I was going to say, so how does that kind of tie into fake news if... Say the school system is teaching us how to think a certain way, right? Right? <clears throat> We're not really taught to kind of stray off and just kind of believe what the school system is teaching us or what what news media is telling us what to believe in, right? It's because kids have this they have their mind is you can mold their mind. Mm-hmm. So if you can if you mold their the mind of the child in a way that doesn't allow them to invent, allow them to wonder, allow them to you know, explore exactly what it is that they that they're interested in mm-hmm. at the time, then they're not going to so our school system doesn't teach us to explore a subject. Mm-hmm. Our teacher, I mean, our teachers, our textbooks, our, our subjects in, of education, they, don't, they just teach us what to memorize. So, or so going on, on to that, we're kind of taught to just believe in the fake news if it's given to us by, a, say, a valid or whatever, whoever's presenting it to us, just to believe in it. We're inadvertently taught to yes. We're inadvertently taught to believe whatever is that we see on the news is on the news because they know better than us. But another part of that is because we have no previous indoctrination of how exactly to explore a subject. Mm-hmm. So people aren't taught exactly how to explore. Well, you know. Well, well, this you know this news article says you know COVID didn't come from the 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 namely Wuhan lab of mm-hmm. virology. But I don't know. Let me look into it. Yeah. And then you never look into we it. We never look into <laughs> it because, you know, we, we were not, we didn't, we have no practice in that. Or we just 
are kind of ignorant in the subject. We don't want to believe and the say truth or reality of what actually happened. We just but, kind of want to live yeah, in a but it has bubble. To go, but it has to go back because we weren't indoctrinated to do that to mm-hmm. begin with. You know what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying. I if mean, you, if you have if you if you were not if it was not putting you into your mind to discover something or if it was not put into your mind two different two different points of something and to discuss it with somebody then you're not going to and therefore you're just going to believe whatever it is that you believe because one you have no practice you don't know where to start mm-hmm. two you don't really want to because you know now it would be too much work <laughs> and especially since you have no practice it's going to be even harder mm-hmm. So if you were never ha- if you never had the practice in exploring exactly what it is that you want to talk about and discussing exactly what it is that you were Im- not imagining but exactly what you're whatever you're wondering at the time then you're not going to So yes in turn we believe what we see because we have no practice in <laughs> researching yeah that also goes into the internet as well with the access of, yeah. te- of technology. It's just fake news everywhere, not even on social media. I mean, everywhere on social media. I mean, through our ads, through our articles that we get um, recommended to on Google. I mean, everything's just kind of being thrown into our heads, right? And so let me <laughs> let me ask this. I also think it's because there's so much information available at all times. Oh, yeah, for sure. That it makes it even worse. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I'm pretty sure if you were to put on some sort of a, I don't know, just some sort of outfit, say um, a lab coat and just start speaking in tongue, I'll just believe every word you say. Um, Maybe not me, but... Yeah, I think there's definitely going to be some sort of uh, audience for that, right? Yeah. (laughs) You want to start doing that? Yeah, I need to to buy a lab coat that says uh, scientist. Scientist? Yeah, I need to buy one that says scientist right here. But spell it wrong. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get to spell it wrong. It'll be to be like S Y A N T I S T scientist. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> That'll be the way we spell it. That'll be expensive though to get lab coats. No, actually, I remember I wanted to buy a lab coat because I had to take a chemistry class in uh, in college, and the goggles for some reason were more expensive than a lab coat. You could just <laughs> buy a ten dollar lab coat from uh, the science hall down science supply store huh. in the chemistry building. But you had to buy the actual goggles from the library of the university. That was $60. Lab coat was $10. <laughs> I was like, okay. By like, the way, I'm not saying I advise anything. But college is not meant for most people. Yeah, for sure. And there's alternatives you, to college. If you're going to go... If you're going to go to college and you're not going to be a doctor or a chemical engineer or anything any of those you're wasting your time and your money and even though your parents are okay with it your parents absolutely know nothing because that's what they were taught to believe by because they were indoctrinated (laughs) by the schools that if you if you go to college you're automatically gonna make money that's not how that works if you get a if you get a degree in um psychology no one cares Mm -hmm. stop it's not i mean Continue to give the government money. Yeah. Continue to do it, you retard. I was going to say that. That's something I've been seeing, for example, we're in our, our early 20s, right? 
uh, schools average four years old, you're kind of seeing this uh, graduation of people our age. And what you've noticed is a lot of people are continuing their school system. I mean, the continuing school system, continuing to go to school, even though they already got their degree. Right. And that's only because we could tie it into, um, I think the first step. Yeah. The first episode where we say that some people, um, get hungover, drink, go to parties because they don't want to come back to reality. Right. I feel for some people, they also don't want to leave school because they don't want to come to reality yet. So they go get their master's degree for another two, three years. They get their PhD, another two. And by then, they're in their late 20s, actually coming to the real world. And they they still have in their mindset, oh, with this master's degree, with this PhD degree, I can get whatever job I want. Mm-hmm. And they come into the job field and they have those people already in, in, in that job field with that job that they that the people with the PhDs wanted directly after they got their four-year degree or their associates or just going through experience and working in an office, working your way up. So that's something I'm seeing a lot. Yeah, exactly. But it's because they're not told to think about it. Yeah, they just, here you go. School's really important. That, that's the one thing that irritates me. And I remember this, and I, I vividly remember this because I remember I thought of, my, I thought I, I thought of myself as such a, um, I thought I was so, not above everybody else, but that I was so much, I, I was more mature slash educated than everybody else. Because I remember when I, whenever I went into high school, and you remember how they would tell us, okay, what do you want to, what do you want to go to college for? Mm-hmm. And you would like fill it out so that, like, so that way you would uh, know which part of the STEM or yeah, whatever STEM you would go or, into, whatever yeah, the other ones were. Applied sciences, stuff like that. Look Some at that. Business administration. I thought it was so smart because I was like, yeah, you know, I want to be a computer scientist, and but in it, or well, not inadvertently, but un unbeknownst to me, that was the they planted the seed in my brain that you're gonna go to college. Yeah, for technology or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So they, from the get go, they were automatically telling you, you you're going to college. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's the whole point, but that's why the college admission, the college tuition, is so as much as it is because they know you're gonna pay it. Because you you pl- they plant the seed in your brain that you're gonna go to college. You have to go to college because you're gonna make this much money when you get out. When it's not true, because they never tell you exactly what the what the actual useful degrees from college are gonna be. For sure. It's just, it just uh, makes I wanna, absolutely I makes go no study sense. Theater for four years. Oh yeah, <laughs> go ahead. You can go, yeah go be homeless on the, on a Hollywood Boulevard and let's see how many homeless people will try to stab you. Oh. But I mean, I don't know. I give. I understand that part, and I know it was like that for a lot of people. But I give a lot of credit to my, uh, to my, I was gonna say professor, my teacher, right? He didn't go to college. He was in a, he was in a trade. So because I was under, um, I don't know, it was the con- construction technology. I was under construction technology, so I would actually go, and work, use my hands, build stuff rather than sit and study. I, I built sheds, I built picnic tables, I built little DIY stuff. So. And he, he even told us, you don't have to go to school to yeah. to be a project manager, to be a general contractor, to just do anything in the construction field related. He said, just work your way up. Work your way into carpentry, electrician, go get some trades in, go be a plumber, go be um, HVAC. I mean, and that's why I enjoy the construction field because you can do whatever you want without actually having to go to school, being 
a prestige university, right? You might still have to go to school for an HVAC license, but that's six months. You might have to go electrician and then work for electrician for five, 10 years. But I mean, it's better than, um, four years, four years and 25,000 each. Yeah. 25,000 each sitting in the classroom and then getting messed up on the weekends and ending up pregnant on accident or having to take a plan B pill. Right. Getting pregnant on accident in quotes, (laughs) There's no getting pregnant on accident. The whole point, the whole idea, and my idea, the whole reason why we we feel the way we do when we want to have sex is because we we're gonna procreate. That's the only reason. Some uh, human or what did you say? Human instinct, human nature. Some human nature, some human instinct. Yes, there's a reason why we're attracted to the opposite sex is because we we know that that's something that we have to do. So quick, uh, quick, even if we have consciousness, that's something we can avoid. So quick, uh, quick off topic. So what do you think about those people who identify as uh, asexual or demisexual or queer or whatever it might be, where they don't? It's the they don't same believe in sex. God. It's the same sex, rather than or same sex, same gender. I don't know which one it is. It doesn't matter. This, <laughs> I, well, I already just I just said it before you even finished that. Well, yeah, they don't believe in God. In a story. That's all there is to say. What if they do, though? If they do, then... No, there's no way they do because they think everything is about them. If they have the blue-haired and septum piercing (laughs) and all these tattoos. You don't don't like tattoos? No, I don't. I absolutely despise tattoos on uh, on a woman specifically, but but just tattoos in general. Can Can I call you out? I'm pretty sure I can call you. You have a tattoo, don't you? Yeah, but this is before I, this is before I actually started taking your spiritual journey. Not even my spiritual journey, my realignment with God by my side in this hand. It's a pyramid, though. I was ne- I was never looking back as I was walking in the sand to see how many footsteps there were. How many were there? Four. Well, I wasn't even looking. I wasn't looking back, so I would never see how many there were. But when I looked back, I realized that there was another set of footprints right there alongside me. That's spooky, though. That's God right there walking That's alongside God. you. That's Jesus walking alongside you every every step of the way in your life. There was a, um, there was one of those mom those mom religious mom pictures of God. Saying, oh, I forgot what it is. I really wanted to find it. It's where um. It it, it kind of describes the same one that you said that there's only two set of footprints, but. The guy asked God, how come there's only one set of footprints in the sand? And then God or Jesus replies, because I was carrying you the whole way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the person was thought the person thought that they were walking, but it was actually God carrying them to salvation. Exactly. There's a reason why we have a fight or flight instinct. I like how we're talking about God again. I always because <laughs> because there's you can't have life without God. You cannot separate the two from each other. It's like separating your mind from your body. That's not a real thing. Because the you, you can feel you can feel sad and then you start crying. Mm-hmm. There's no separating the two, no matter how many times people try to do it, which is going back to the whole um, gender retards. There's the reason why they try to continuously do that is because they don't they believe that they can do something that they can't. It's just ingrained in them that they cannot do. If you were to if you were to be able to separate your conscious from your body, then you're dead. Or you're just in a trance. What do you think about a hypnosis and all that good stuff? Hypnosis? Uh, I don't really know, to be honest. Mm. To be to be completely honest with you, I have no idea if it's real or if it's not. 
So uh, well, I'm not I mean, really speak on in, that. In your logic, it's not real because um, God doesn't let you do that because you're then separating yourself from God, letting someone else take over of your body. I think it would be along the lines of possession more than anything. Well, yeah. So, so yeah, you're letting someone else take over your body. Yeah. So which is I, not something that that's you would more believe in towards God. That's more demon more than anything, I would say. So, because cause another thought would come to mind was why would you need, why would you feel the need to have hypnosis or hypnosis done to you or go to a hypnotist? That would be my question. My response to that would just to be to experience something else. But what is that something else? Anything, whatever comes through. But why would you need that if you already know where your where your life is already headed to? Well, you don't need to. It's just an experience. Same way. Mm, same way. Uh, people go on vacation. They want to go experience another culture, another. Yeah, place. but that's that's not, that's, that's not a the physical same thing. place. Yeah, it's a physical but place. It's, a, it's both. It's both things at one time. What do you mean? You're going somewhere physically because you want to. Well, I guess you're. That wouldn't be physically, but you're yeah, you're going, you're going, you're tra- you're physically traveling somewhere because you want to experience what other cultures are. But that, that's not that's not the same as hypnosis. Hypnosis is purely a metaphysical Physical. journey. But why would you need a metaphysical journey? It's just fun. It's an, but it's why? an experience. I don't know. I'm but just, what is this experience that you feel you I, need? I, I mean, I've never experienced. I've experienced I, it, different types. Of it, it's more. I, I think it's more has to do with uh well since you don't believe in god you're looking for something else that's above you to to look at which is why people take mushrooms and acid and all that because they want to fear experience and kind of out of body experience and something that they can't explain themselves i wouldn't say they, those are out of body experience i say those are your in body experiences just that's a whole different stuff i'm not going to go into that right now but like all those all those druggies and all that want to feel something higher than they oh, yeah. than they themselves can yeah. feel as a normal sober human being, but why would you need that if you already know that there is a higher being to begin with, mm-hmm. that you're already working towards something that is higher than you can even imagine, something that you can't even fathom until you're dead, which is why people want to see heaven on earth. But if you were to see heaven on earth, then that's the rapture. The rapture, some spooky stuff. Some uh, this is the end. This is the yeah, except not uh, not as uh, sinful as Hollywood. Actually, I don't really know. That would be very, very, very interesting. I really wonder what would happen. I mean, I do, I don't, I don't wonder, but I, I kind of do. I, I think, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think second. I want to wonder. But it would be very interesting to see if there was like an actual war between good heaven and, and hell, good and evil. I really wonder what that would look like. But I don't wonder what that would look like because I don't. I, th- I think it would just be more of a an internal kind of conflict with yourself. Maybe we already do that now on Earth. Yeah, but I feel it'd be alive. it'd be more um um what's that word um more available to you. It'll be something actual physical, like a lot of um. Actually, I can probably say a lot of guilt is just kind of um, manifested around you, and we're not really taken. We don't really see that or. or try to internalize it or confront it, right? But I feel in a rapture, it'd be more... Can you some... bring the mic closer to you a little bit? Oh, yeah. I just... There you I... go. Okay, yeah. So I'm still new to this audio stuff. 
Yeah. So third episode in, probably spend less than four. I didn't mean to cut you off. Hours. But no, I you're good. You were talking. It sounded like you were talking like. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I, that's something I always forget what I'm talking about. You're talking about the internal conflict of what a real rapture, heaven and earth, hell war would look like. Yeah. So I feel that would something just be more internalized, not internalized. Your internalized would be more manifested more physically to be aware of your surroundings. Kind of how uh, we were talking about your free will would technically kick in to be to say, hey, I'm actually alive rather than just living day by day. I'm actually living this day. And I'm actually having to confront this day. But instead of having to take a lifetime to confront with my guilt and trauma, I'm having to do it in one day, two days, three days, however long the rapture might be. Mm. See, most, if we were, this would be a good discussion to have in school. Because it teaches, it, it trains the mind of children, especially because, you know, children have Im- imaginations, which imagination isn't, is a, is a modern word that they use to uh, conflate mm-hmm. imagination with being able to think for yourself. <laughs> yeah. But they would have this, they would have the training to think, you know, oh, what would happen? And, you know, well, am I going to be the one that, that fights for, that fights in the kingdom of God, or am I, you know, am I gonna be a leader? Am I going to be a follower? Am it, I gonna, it, am I gonna, it, it just, there's so many, there's so traitor? many questions that they can ask themselves. You know, obviously, you don't say this to like second graders, they might get scared, but if, oh, for you know, sure, but Mommy, if you would, daddy, yeah, it's like, am I gonna go to hell? And then, and then, the, and then yeah. you get a whole bunch of lawsuits in your school district. It, it, it teaches to the obviously older, older kids, but it, it's, it would be such a good question for them to discuss in a Socratic method seminar, like a Socratic table mm-hmm. for them to discuss each other. Like, would I be this? Would, you know, what would happen then? You know, why would this would happen exactly? Mm-hmm. How would, what would cause it to happen? What would everything like that? And that would be a dis- good, good discussion for the mind to, for, for children to have the practice to explore their mind, explore questions that they're thinking about to begin with. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that. And all these, all these fake news articles, people just take them just off surface value because they are themselves only surface value human beings. Yeah. So it really, uh, truly amazes me just how much the legacy media can get away with. Just anything. Mine, the most, the, the biggest one... Because the kids are dumb, they're surface level themselves. But that was—it's all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. It's a—it's a feature of the plan. It's not even the final solution. So, so quick question: Since we're talking about kids, we're talking about a little bit about news. I talk—I talk about the education of the kids a lot because I care about them. Oh yeah, for sure. Educate. It always starts with the kids. It starts with the or parents should always help the kids. You know, exactly. same same way we said it before. Um, Parents or kids owe us nothing, or kids owe their parents nothing. You know, we parents owe everything to their kids, right? So parents should be their responsibility to teach their kids and be the best human possible beings for God as much as you can. So there's that. Anyways, um, talking about kids, talking about the school system, talking about fake news. You remember they used to show us um, those uh, CNN, Carlos Zeus stuff. Uh, CNN in Student News. Yeah, CNN Student News. That's what it was. Yeah. Is CNN a valid nope. uh, news source? No. <laughs> so why would they show it to us as kids? Because at the time, I 
CNN has always been very left leaning, but at the time they, they weren't very open about their bias. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, yes, they. Whenever there would be a big story, such as, I think back in the back in the day when there was what twenty eleven. I'm trying to think of a big news article, but some. Uh, I mean, I know two thousand eight. I, think, I mean, there's I think Barack in, Obama I think, was president. So. Barack Obama was, but in 2011, there. Oh, Osama bin Laden, wasn't it? Osama. Oh yeah, that is a good one. I was gonna bring up the Sandy Hook one. That also happened in 2011. Uh, we shouldn't talk about that one. Well, it, it's not really. I'm not like gonna go into depth okay. in it, but it was basically they would. So whenever Sandy Hook happened, they were saying that they were just trying to scare us. Mm. Wait. The news media was trying not, to scare us. Yeah, the news media, CNN, the, not not the student news. I'm just saying CNN in general. But yeah. they would post, they would constantly show videos of the helicopter cams of Sandy Hook above it, and all the people and all the kids holding each other on their shoulders and walking out of the walking out of the school. They would show that all the time, and they would have the headline at the bottom, you know, 25 students killed, 15 critically injured, or whatever. They would have that so that way they would try to scare the American people. Like, oh, look yeah. at these. Look at this scary. Especially the the students. Exactly. Especially so look, since so you're look, in school. So, look, at, the so look, these, look at this scary news. Look at scary news we're going to continue to post every day. Like, guys, this is the most tragic. I mean, it was tragic. I'm not saying it wasn't tragic. But they're constantly promoting that this is. They're just po- constantly trying to scare you. They weren't as open about their bias. But what are they trying then. to scare you for? They're just try- so that way that you know you'll see how scary this is, and so they're like, "Oh my!" They're like, "Oh, like what can I do then?" Yeah, exactly. So that way, and then they they push their point like, "Well, if you you know if you do what we say, then well this will happen." Because I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of what the political um, what is it called, political regime what or political motive of trying to scare. Of scare you for like what are they trying to scare you for well because they know that if they scare you and you you think you're you know they they victimize you because you're scared that they can take advantage of you because whenever you're scared you're more easily to take advantage of than if you were prideful but are you trying to say that they're trying to take advantage of you as yes. in they're gonna <laughs> as in they want you to watch them as their news source yes because then if you if they only get the news from you, they, I mean they're trying to scare you so that way they can push their their agenda. But mm-hmm. basically, if you get only get the news from them, then you're eventually you know if you start to believe lies, you're eventually gonna start believing them. I mean, I, I mean if you constantly especially as kids, I mean <laughs> if you know something's a lie, if you keep repeating itself, you're gonna start believing it. That's what I was trying to say. Some mantra action. Some mantra. Yeah. What is that? Um. Well, it's a it's a mantra where it's a thing going on right now, and it's kind of always been a thing where you kind of repeat yourself something, and it, and eventually becomes true. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So okay, if yeah, you yeah. if you're constantly repeating yourself, I'm I'm going to be in danger. I'm going to be in danger. I'm going to be in danger. Right, all day, every day. Eventually, you're going to kind of not manifest that, but you're going to bring that onto yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like a a self fulfilling prophecy or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Just like that. Yeah. So if you're constantly watching the news. Terrible things happen, right? Global collapse, stuff like that. That's going to be a reality for a while. See, they, back then, they wouldn't necessarily 
be open about their agenda of what they were trying to push. Back then, they were, they were you know, they're still trying to push it now, but mm-hmm. they weren't as yeah adamant and very open about their bias of back then they were trying to say well you know, look this wouldn't have happened if they, we wouldn't have had the semi-automatic rifle they call mm-hmm. it a well they don't call it semi-automatic they just say they, they just say they wouldn't have it that it's assault rifle quote-unquote assault, quote, rifle. assault. Yeah. That, that was what they were trying to push then but now they're they are just so open about it they're openly lying to everybody mm-hmm. and there's a reason why people well, people don't really watch cable in general but there's a reason why people don't watch the legacy news medias like CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC mm-hmm. is because one, they're all pushing the same thing. If you there, you can find plenty of compilations on YouTube where you, all, you just you they put people put compilations of all those legacy medias together, and they're all saying the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. They're all saying the exact same thing, and it happened whenever after the election of Donald Trump because Donald Trump was so not with the system. People. I mean, everyone. No matter what you say, you can you can say he wasn't with the system. He wasn't one of the politically correct guys at all. For sure. Whenever Megyn Kelly was saying, "You have in the past called called women uh, fat, ugly pigs," and this and this, and he said, "Only Rosie O'Donnell." <laughs> what? Yeah, he said that, and everyone in the crowd was laughing because that was funny. Like they don't, people wanted something that wasn't so boring. Like they don't want mm-hmm. a Mitt Romney who was like, you know, if um. You elect me. I'm just gonna cut your taxes, and I'm gonna let you do you. Oh, but I love we love tax cuts, though. Exactly, but that isn't that. That's not the selling point mm-hmm. of any political party. Okay, so let me let me go on and ask a quick question before we go to off topic. Just be well, hold on. Sorry, my bad. Oh, you're good. I want to go back because I didn't finish what I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, but he because he didn't cow he didn't kowtow to what the media said about mm-hmm. him. He just kind of did. And whenever they would. He would just make fun of them the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wouldn't go along with any. He wouldn't go along with any party. He would just. He's. He's just considered a Republican because he likes. He likes America and he likes making America great again. He likes the economy to be great. He likes the communities, the families within those communities to be together. He likes one of his one of his campaign points when he was running was, I want, I want neighborhoods to be to be great again because at the time there was massive massive unrest in the inner cities because there was constant crime and homeless problems and immigration problems mm-hmm. so I mean that's what they did and they were like oh you know why why is he not caring about us he didn't care about them he would just you know fake news fake, fake news, news. <laughs> he's like you see those cameras back there all of them are fake news, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. He, he just make fun of them. And they're just like, why Why is he not going along with us? Yeah. They got so irritated by him. Yeah, I, I can. I feel that people will be irritated, especially they're trying to make profit off of uh, the news reports. But if you're not even going through the script, then you're not really. Man. Mm. <laughs> Dude, they made so much money off of him. And they got they got the most amount of views that they've ever had uh-huh. just by him. Just by constantly talking about him. It is insane. Yeah. Which is why they're still talking about him now. He's not even in office. Yeah. I've never seen somebody get glurped, globbed, gagged, and gargled on more than Donald Trump by all the legacy media. All at once. All at one time, all at the, saying the exact same things. All but right. he's taking it like a champ. Well, I mean, exactly. he, might, he might be getting raided and stuff, but he's, at the same time, he's whatever. Exactly. Fake news. Fake news. I don't know. Fake news. But I was going to say, 
I mean, you kind of answered the question, right? Because, like, like I mentioned before, uh, in schools we would be shown CNN, right? And then there was this gap where I never watched news as a kid, right? So I didn't know what's going on. And then you kind of grow into being an adult, right? High school, kind of have to take government class, stuff like that. And you're kind of, okay, it might be important to kind of see what's going on in the news. But also, it might go into, the, say, negligence or ignorance to say, I'm, I don't know what the news is trying to say. I'm, I'm not... I'm not in the real world yet to where I have to worry about paying taxes, worry about, um, so I don't care who I'm going to vote for right now. Um, I don't, as a kid, as a kid, as a growing young, okay, yeah. as a growing, as a kid, a young adult. I thought you were talking about now. I was like, what are you talking no, about? No, 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 yeah, no. Okay. That, that's yeah, so my bad. important, dude. Once I turned 18, I, I was, I was all on the grind for money, not money, but trying to get my taxes in order and get credit cards at 720, 780 scores, stuff like that watching uh, that's whatever but so you're just kind of ignoring reality for a while but you're not really you don't really know what bias is right yeah so you're just kind of watching whatever news because i can tell you when i was a kid or not a kid but whenever i was trying to get into uh you're a teenager not even teenager just that transition 18 20 kind of on your own okay college you did i didn't know anything about um cnn or Fox News, or or ABC, CNBC, BBC, how you mentioned. So, but then going to college, our professors, they would be left-leaning, right-leaning, whatever it might be. So some of them might say, oh, yeah, um, make sure. I remember it was the elections of Donald Trump. Like all the, pro- all the professors were talking about uh, how they were going to have streaming parties or, or kind of like... Um, a lab study, but they're going to have the the CNN or someone, oh, you're going to have Fox News, and then you'd go to their office and then have Fox News, ABC, and it's just everyone's reporting on media, but we don't understand, or what you, well, I didn't understand was that apparently there was bias in each, each news media, and I didn't know that. Mm. So where does that come into? What... You said there's you can't really trust any media news source. So what what's the best thing to do? You know, because obviously they just want to make profit. They want the views. They're gonna to want to bring in as much uh, audience as they can. Yeah. So what what do you do? How do you not be negligent in the, or how could you watch something, and kind of pick and choose what you believe in, which is not also, which is also not a good thing because if you're just picking and choosing, you're cherry picking, right? And then you create your own bias out of that. There's a few things that you can look at, and one of the one of the biggest things to look at is if they're if they're out of yeah, if they're actually stating what biases they have, because mm-hmm. the way you can tell if someone like an untrusty untrustworthy news source is one is they if they just um, you know overtly just lie about a, a story, but if they don't even actually if they pretend not to be biased in some sort of way, mm-hmm. like Fox News. The, the people like Fox and Friends, they actually say that they're conservative. and Yeah, I was going to say, because um, Fox News always came up. They would always talk about, um, I was about to say Carla Zeus, um, Carl Tucker. Uh, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Um, I forgot this one female. She's 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know that. That's how you know I don't care about the news source or news reporters because I don't know their names. I just know Tucker Carlson because he's always talked about him. Yeah, right now. Yeah. So, for example, Tucker Carlson. Everyone hates him, but is he right? Is he what is he has bias? Right. It's you know it's the funny thing, and I remember back whenever he was going on to Fox News. I remember I was like, why is this guy going on Fox News? Because he was kind of, for a while, he was kind of flip flopping. He was he did work for CNN for a little bit, and then. He mm-hmm. went to Fox News, and he started his own media company as well. That was very right leaning, but I think he was always been right leaning. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the question? I have no idea what the question was. Actually, I think I was just talking. You were saying Tucker Carlson? Yeah, I was, was going to say Tucker Carlson was. Um, I was just going to say. Well, okay, okay. I think I kind of know what I'm trying to say. So, is Fox News kind of trustworthy? And and then I'll, oh, I'll oh, and then yeah. I'll answer my okay. que- I'll ask the question to your response. Listen, I'm very right leaning. 100%. Like I'm not trying to hide it. You can ask me a question, I'm going to tell you from the from the right perspective and I say the right perspective as in the right leaning and also because most of the time it is the right perspective. Fox News is right leaning. Mhm. And Right leaning at this moment in time is just kind of telling you the facts, mm-hmm. <laughs> because so, if you back in the in t- two years ago and in twenty twenty one, if you were to tell you facts, if you were to state facts about where COVID came from and the actual transmission rate and death rate of COVID, you would be considered a far right extremist. Mm-hmm. So far right, or just being on the right in general, just means that you're telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So usually if it's usually if someone's you know the, the far 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 right that doesn't really exist the far 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 right is QAnon which you don't ever see anywhere but that's what is considered right now mm-hmm. even JFK in the 60s would be considered far right at this point <laughs> because they've just gone they've just gone so far off to the left that it's just impossible to keep up with it if you don't believe that you should kill your children and cut off you know, all your body parts and, you know, you should get septum piercings and, you know, I'm a lesbian, but I'm going to get my tubes tied because I can't get an abortion now. It's like, then you're, then you're not with them now. It's a with them or against them type of view. And the, and now the right is more like that as well. Mm-hmm. But Fox is trustworthy because being right is, means telling the truth most of the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess. And even then, like they don't even, they have people on there that would actually challenge their viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And people who are around, there's people on Fox and Friends who will actually argue with each other about, you know, topics that, they're not, it's not an entire, oh, was it, th- think tank? I have no idea. It's, it's not just a one giant echo chamber of right-leaning talking points like you see on Twitter of left-leaning talking mm-hmm. points. Yeah. Well, what I was gonna and say, and also because they don't really lie, because like I said, they were the ones getting targeted by, uh huh, every uh, by Facebook and Twitter and all that because they were telling you facts about COVID and, mm-hmm. and all that. Well, I guess that also kind of answers my question. I mean, I'm not familiar with Fox. I just always hear they're right, and the reason why I mentioned Tucker Carlson was because, on social media, right, yeah. he's the one being bashed, and because he works for uh, Fox News. He gives Fox News a really, really bad image. Well, that's because that's what they portray them to be. Because tw- you have to understand, social media is not... 
when you say Tucker Carlson is hated by everybody, you have Not to understand everybody. that. I know, but you said, I'm, okay, well, I, you, maybe you didn't mean it, but you said it yeah. earlier. When you say Tucker Carlson is hated by everybody, you have to understand that places like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram only allow what they want you to see. Uh-huh. And also, that doesn't encompass the entire population. Most people on there are DJs and people our age, which if we're counting that, it was a total of what, maybe 10 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not too sure to be completely honest with you, but I can guarantee you it's not even close to half of what the actual, of the, what the country thinks. They just, if you're saying something that's perpendicular to the agenda at the time, then you're going to be not only censored, but they will. They will push your, they'll, they'll bottleneck your reach out to anybody else. To try to defame you as well. So that way your point doesn't, yeah, to defame you and also be so that way no one actually sees your point to begin with. Okay, so I feel this is a good transition into saying, is uh, fake news, media sources, kind of just a giant conspiracy? Right? Because who controls the media? <laughs> The the media is at the behest of the government currently. The government. Yes. So yeah, that's also something you see kind of um that's also something you see in the government, right? You see Nancy Pelosi, you see Hillary Clinton, you see Donald Trump, you see Barack Obama, all these and each media source kind of has their bias and prefers specific um media sources. For example, you might have a uh, Fox News reporting bad on a liberal, but then you have CNN reporting good on a liberal, right? So it's just they have a bias. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but and it's used as like as a as a political campaign for the news, right? Because mm-hmm. they kind of um, they kind of try to sell the audience, the voter, a good image, or try to try to sell a good image to to the audience for the for their vote, right? And through their vote, this is where the conspiracy comes in, is it benefits, or why do they want that person in power? Why do they want that president? Why do they want a specific president to be in power? Is it because... Mm, that's, uh, a good, that's a very good question. There's plenty of reasons why they would specifically want the whatever president and also since the the everyone, the legacy media, New York Times, CNN, MSN, you know, I'll go, I don't want to restate it. <laughs> they're all, they're very left leaning. So they want a left leaning president. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it has to come down to money. Yeah, money. Because... When you look, go back to Donald Trump's era, CNN was making a lot of money because they were constantly defaming that man mm-hmm. all day, every day. You can you couldn't turn on CNN without th- calling him without them calling him a fascist dictator, racist, xenophobe, um, sexist. You can go. There's not a single time they made so much money off of that. Mm-hmm. But also they they want a left leaning the media. You were talking about the media, right? Yeah, the media. Media wanting specific people in power. Yeah, okay, because they want someone left-leaning so that way there's no one there to challenge that what they're saying is mm-hmm. completely false. Yeah. 
And uh, Donald Trump's the anomaly because <laughs> all the Republican presidents before, they would just let let things happen. They would just let it be. Mm-hmm. They would just be like, you know what? I'm going to stay out of this. I'm going to let everyone do themselves. But with that, the, there was a there was a void of power. Uh-huh. There was a there was a void of power that needed to someone needed to have it. Yeah. So the media took took control of that because the president wasn't using it, and they just got bigger and bigger and bigger every time. And if there's no one there to challenge that what they're saying is false, then they just continue to make money, and then people we'll start to believe them because now they have more money and now they're the biggest company. Now they have the most reach out of anybody. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the reason why. So, okay. I, I get that. So I'm kind of seeing, I'm trying to, sorry if I, sorry if I look like I'm um, just dozing off. I'm just kind of, uh, thinking. I, I'm thinking and I'm, 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 I'm gaining the power of a higher being. I'm using the higher beings power dude, to, yeah. I'm tethering myself to the higher Amen. being. Amen. Because, okay, so... This is... It's hard to come up with things on the spot because it's just a lot of information, right? Media, a lot of information. Media, money, presidents. It's just... So you just have to take a couple seconds to think. So hopefully I say this right. So we were talking about brainwashing, right? Brainwashing, how media influences um, stuff stuff that's an awful awful word influences the culture influences the culture right so we have presidents well let me say this real quick are presidents pawns in the past 20 years yes okay so that's one fight except for the democrat ones because they're they're very they're very um they used they wield their government power that the people elected them to have. Okay, so Republicans, rightly, Repub- are usually pawns. Yeah, pawns to who? To the to the Democrats and the media because okay. they just let them do whatever they want. Okay, so that's one thing. So we elect we elect presidents to try. No, not we. Media tries to influence social culture yeah you, okay you're getting it you're getting it you're getting it now you're getting it you're, you're right you're on the right track it's just hard dude the media is trying to influence the society and its culture mm-hmm. to elect people that they want by defaming the other side okay yes so say okay we also mentioned this in the in the last podcast there's always a winner and there's always a loser yep right so, is the game of the United States to kind of brainwash and control us to an extent to where yes. they control, to make it seem like we have less free will, to yes. be 100% yes. capitalist and a consumer to America? That part you got wrong. You had everything else right up until okay. that point. They're actively trying to get away from capitalism because really? with capitalism comes innovation and you're not allowed to think for yourself. Okay. So you can't do that. 
So they want to control everything about you. So this is why they have welfare programs. This is why they continually to have. You remember the the student debt forgiveness? Oh yeah. Also known as student wealth distribution. That's an, that's a perfect example of what they want. Mm-hmm. They want you to rely on the government, so that way they have control of everything that you do. Mm-hmm. So they they're trying to brainwash the culture, which it seems like they're very, they're very uh. What is it? I can't think of the word, which they've done very effectively. Mm-hmm. So that way they control you. They want the government to be your dad. They, they they want big daddy government to pull out the wallet and say, here you go. How much do you need? But why does that benefit them? Because all they want is power. They don't want America. America is a is a uh, is an experiment. Okay. But it is an experiment completely 100 percent foundation. The foundation is in. Judeo-Christian values. And the reason why we were able to prosper is because the Greeks were coming up with all these great philosophies and the logos and all that, but they could never answer the question of what exactly was giving them the the intricacies and all of the thoughts. The reason that they were able to have the thought of this prospering society be- to begin with. But when the Romans came, they took that and they... This is where Christianity comes into play. And that was the... That was the final step that finally, that finally, ingrained it in everybody that humans are are going to prosper with now this fundamental good that will never change and that the humans will constantly prosper for. So, but that with though with that in place, that means humans are going to prosper because they're gonna think for themselves and they're gonna think about the family, they're gonna think about their society because they want everybody. To, to succeed because they think of everybody as a child of God, right? So, they're, you're not allowed to have that because you're not allowed to think for yourself. The, the, the Greeks always wanted self-governance. That's That was their ultimate goal. They tried to structure their society about being self-governance, but they never achieved that up until Jesus died on the cross and until St. Paul came to the Romans and taught and built Roman Rome was about to fall, right? But they taught everybody he went to the Socratic uh he went to the Socratic philosopher table. I don't exactly I don't remember what it's called, but he went to the Socratic I guess seminar and he was teaching everybody exactly what it is that that Jesus died on the cross for all of y'all and what they filled that and they instead of Rome building up fortifications for the for their country being invaded, they instead built Christian schools, which then led the Holy Roman Empire to prosper for five hundred years. And that's how we get settlers and that's how we get that's how we get everything. Prophets, that's how yeah. we get everything that we know today is from that, is from Christianity. Mm-hmm. You can and that's why everything that's why you get Da Vinci, that's why you get Michelangelo, that's why you get all these people because they knew that there was a foundation that which they can build upon that will never that will never break that will never start yeah. you know cracking that will never do any of that mm-hmm. and they had something to work for because they knew the that the, the ultimate end would be so that's why our school systems take that out because they don't want you to think for that they don't want you to think that you know this is what I'm working towards so this is what I'm going to continue to base my life around now so okay well, are are you done or are you? No, no, I still no. gotta go because okay. I still no. gotta keep. I still no, gotta yeah. explain what I was gonna go back to. 
Mm-hmm. They have to take that out of the out of that the schools and the progressives have been very effective. They they have they have done that. Mm-hmm. They, the one book that you cannot teach in uh, in schools federally is the Bible, and that's the reason why, because they don't want you to think for yourself. That makes because, sense. So they 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 they've already taken out the Bible so that we so you can't think for yourself now. Yeah, and they're still constantly so, fighting for that too as well. Exactly. So they've already they've already been successful in doing that. Now you're indoctrinated into what they want you to think, mm-hmm. which is why they they separate. This is why they change history to social studies. Yeah. Like I was telling you before. So they they're just separating everything in in subjects instead of everything being everything at once. Like I was telling you. Mm-hmm. So now that they've done that, now you're not able to think for yourself. And so you go to, and you look at the news, right? And like you were saying before, why don't people ever read stories and understand how to see the truth in the stories? Mm-hmm. It's because they weren't, they have no practice in thinking for themselves to begin with. Yeah. They don't do the research themselves because they don't have the time. They don't, well, they don't have the time, but they don't have the habit of doing that. They didn't build that habit at a young age, which is why... The, pl- the plasticity of a child's mind is so important because if you gr- ingrain a habit into them, they will already be successful because as stated in the previous episode, they were, th- they don't think things as they have to do it. They just think that that is what that, you know, that's just the thing that is. Mm-hmm. So when you read these news articles, people could just, just take it as surface value because, you know, why are they going to think about it if they have no, practicing it before they don't even know what thinking for themselves is yeah so people just believe what they see and now you're now you're getting all of these loss of identities all of this loss of marriage and trying to they, they they just redefine every single word they redefine fascism as something they don't like that's exactly why mm-hmm. you're not able to think for yourself so you're gonna rely on the government to do it for you okay are you done now? I'm done now. Okay, so I love that. I really do. That was really. But you see how exactly why, exactly how everything is intertwined to each other. Yeah, but they it, don't teach you that. It's intertwined, but that also goes on to my next question. To say, I can I can go on and say and be very conspiratorial, conspiratorial, whatever, be metaphysical and say. Who's controlling society? Who's this? Who's that? But I'm going to kind of leave it on this to say, um, is the, cause, okay, well, actually I have to ask this another question. Do you see this only in American culture or is it a societal, I mean, a global thing? Well, it started in America mm-hmm. and America is that, that shining, that shining city on top of the hill or whatever. Okay. The golden city on top of the hill. Okay. America, every country around the world in modern times has been modeled after America. Okay. Because America, you know, now we use American dollar. That's mm. the, the global standard. But our main export as Americans is American entertainment. Mm-hmm. Entertainment and art influences, influences cultures. Okay. Okay. So now it is a global thing because everyone tried to model their country after the governance of America, which, as you can see, is the richest country, the strongest country. And there's a reason why, as stated, I think in episode one, why cancer treatments, P- 
people go to America for oh, cancer yeah. treatments because one, it's cheaper. Two, it's faster. Three, uh, the best doctors here because they make the most money. And four, is the reason why cancer treatment technology was built here mm-hmm. because of what we were able to establish at a at a very because we're an experiment, but we're the most successful experiment in human history. But it's because we already we already knew what we were founded on to begin with. You can go back to the Federalist Papers. You can go back to the Constitution. This is why, Fe- this is why J- James Madison said that the, this government is meant for a, a righteous and religious people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then that goes into my... That goes now in- it is a global, yes. Okay, so it's a global thing. It started in the U.S., or it was established in the U.S. as an experiment, so to speak. Okay, so okay, this is where I'm this is where I'm kind of confused. <clears throat> so it was established. So it was originally established to be a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to but then it slowly transitioned into control of the government. So the government's controlling the people, but before you said the Federalists, James Madison wanted everyone to be free, or they wanted to control people. Well, the one, this is one thing that, or, or sorry, let me, let me just ma- uh, generalize it. Is the American goal to control people or let the people be free? Let the people be free and prosper under the kingdom of God. Okay. So, but now that's not exact, that's kind of changing or it's staying the same? It's changing because children are not being taught the kingdom of God to begin with. Okay. So, which gives them, the ultimate boundaries of what they should and should not do. Okay, but that comes from the government itself with their policies. That be, that comes from the government itself controlling what should and should not be taught in schools, yes. Okay, so why does the government, why does the U.S. government want to lose the ideology? Because ideology is the ultimate control of human nature is what gives people purpose. The the you're talking about like Christianity, right? Well, yeah. Or, could, or are you saying are you saying why does the government want to control you said ideology, but what did you mean? Well, because I, like I said, I'm confused, right? Cuz uh, I feel like I like, would have been why, I, why does the government want to control the people? Yeah. Why does the government want to control the people? Well, no. Not, no, because they want to control the people because they want to help them move towards God, right? But we kind of lost that the, idea. The government wants to help people because humans want power. And now that this is the most... I always think of it like this. I think this is more of a simpler explanation, and it might be a little bit too simple for exactly what it is that we're dealing with. But I always think of stuff as a balance, right? Okay. Yes. You, you you agree that there's a balance with everything, right? Oh, for sure. It's it's it physics equilibrium. Yeah, yin and yang. You know, yin that, and yang exactly. equilibrium. Yeah. So you understand that. With that, America has been such a prosperous mm-hmm. country that there has to be something of equal value trying to destroy it. Yes. That's the way that I'm thinking about it. So okay, America has like been so one. strong that there has to be something that is also strong on the opposite end trying to destroy it. Okay. So, I like that. I love that, actually. So, 
the whole reason why we're strong is because we know our boundaries under the kingdom of God and we're able to prosper that way because we know where our ultimate goal and our ultimate end, end, you know, what we're supposed to be doing to begin with. Yeah. So the end, so the, on the other, on the opposite side, mm-hmm. they're, they're getting rid of that because they want to control you to begin with. They don't want you to think for yourself. They want you to, there's always, there's always dictators. There's always people that want the most power in the world. For sure. Whenever a man gets some, power, some they human nature. Exactly. It never changes. Exactly. Like I was talking about earlier, which is why they don't want you to teach history. Yeah. In such in depth. So they want to control because whenever humans get power, they always want more. That is the thing that they worship, but they can never get enough of it because there is no, no such thing as enough. Have not control. So there had so there is an active regime trying to tear down exactly what it is that makes America so great because they want control of it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So let me ask then, right? You have one side, you have God. You have one side, the devil, right? Correct. So what's the benefit? What is, okay, not the benefit. What is the end goal? This This is probably a theology question none of us can answer, but... What is the spiritual or or metaphysical goal of tearing down the society of God? So, like we said, we have a a prosperous, God-loving country, stuff like that, that wants to gain you towards God, have your consciousness, mind, soul, body, holy trinity, whatever it might Uh be, go to God. What does the other side benefit of not, of, of, of keeping you from reaching not you but keeping an individual from reaching um trans to transcend or whatever well to reach heaven well one there's i think there's two things really and that's, that is a really really good question but i think it's more of two things i think one is because they don't think that far <laughs> they just you- they, they just think about well, because if they don't worship God, they don't really worship in really the afterlife. They just worship what they can see and what they can control at the time. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to so about afterlife. They really don't think that far because they don't really think there's anything else afterwards. Okay. And two, uh, this is one of those things where it's just as is. You know, there's just evil. There's just evil, yeah. Yeah. And that's just pretty self explanatory. I think that's the most simple answer, but I think the the big the best answer I can give you is just because that they think of everything as being only here on earth and that is what they're going to control because they have the opportunity to control that. So they don't really think as far as what was going to happen with me, my soul in the afterlife. Yeah. They don't have a soul to begin with or they sold it out to worship whatever it is. They worship materialism. Or maybe they're just stuck here and they can't really, they, they've broken the cycle so many times where they're just stuck here. Yeah. Well, there's those demons, you know, fallen angels. Yeah, Satan, the most famous of all. That's a, that's a, that is a perfect example. Yeah, they're just they're just stuck in eternity, just in purgatory or whatever else they do, mm-hmm. possessing people. I I have a weird thing I want to mention about that, but I'm gonna say it off camera. Cause... Okay. But. So yeah. Very enlightening. Very enlightening. Very. Tran- we tr- we transcend we wh- what is it um i was trying to think of it whenever i was trying to um, say my example or what i was trying to say i was um harnessing the energy of god i was tethering or something we yeah uh, no uh, it's it's a word 
it's like um receiving i'm receiving god's word we're, we're receiving you're feeling the holy spirit that's what that is we're feeling the holy spirit in this podcast that's the holy spirit if that <laughs> if you can feel that then that's the holy spirit within you mm, all right that's you speaking in tongues. that's why uh that's why i said in the last episode i'm just guiding you and the so, remarkable thing is the remarkable thing to me man is i have no idea what clicked with me what do you mean i have no i i mean i understand that the events that happened mm-hmm. that led me to this point but the the way that i feel now i just cannot explain i could it, explain it is it. it is something that has just clicked with me and now it is something i've always but i've always been this way but i think my my new my not my new but my found purpose my refound purpose is I have no idea how to explain it. No, I I, I see I see it. I can't I can't fathom it, but something in my mind is just telling me to spread the word. Oh yeah, I because I, and I think and I just feel so sad for p- kids our age who I see constantly doing worthless things. They're not worthless. No, but yeah, was, the actions that they are take partaking in are worthless. Well, yeah. Well, I I wouldn't want to say they're worthless either. I would say what you mean to say is that they're taught to do worthless things. I don't think it's. I don't think they're taught to do worthless things because they're not. They're not. Well, taught not taught. To, but, they're not taught to you know. But they're kind smoke of smoke fifteen dabs in an hour. Oh, yeah. That's just well. <laughs> that's just uh, straying away from God, then, like then, you said. Then their parents didn't teach them how much to drink until they get hung over. It's just that's just the natural nihilism of humankind. Mm-hmm. Just the natural. I want to do something, and so I'm naturally going to give in to my temptations. Oh yeah, that is that is with humans in general. That is in, inescapable and inevitable. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how you're going to control it. This is the reason why there's a thing called temperance and self control. The people who are sinners do not have those. That's true. Which is why I gave up a lot of things. Exactly, but something in you, because you. This is why whenever you wake up, you feel bad. Like oh, you know. I shouldn't have drank that much. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what is telling you, don't do this again. But yeah. people ignore it. People always ignore it. Exactly. But it's because they don't realize. And th- another thing that irritates me is whenever people say, you know what? God forgives. He doesn't forgive you if, you don't, if you're not open to, to shame yourself. I was. Uh... You will never be forgiven if you're not opening to feel the humiliation that you have brought upon yourself. If you're not willing to open your heart to forgiveness, you will never be forgiven until you're on your deathbed. You're overdosing on liver. You're overdosing on fentanyl, or you you have liver failure, and you're gonna die. Only then will you feel it. But and then, I'm not, I'm not gonna say it'll be too late because that's not really my judgment. But I I think that a lifetime worth of sin can be forgiven within that moment. But I do not want you to feel that last sense of happiness on your deathbed, as I've stated before. I was gonna say. You mentioned something. You mentioned something just now. I was uh I was talking to my mom the other day. Uh, on let me see, on Thursday I was talking to my mom on Thursday, right? She's a religious lady. She's a uh, grew up Catholic. She's Colombian. She grew up in Colombia. Went to church. You know the whole traditional kind of um village type deal, right? Mm-hmm. But and so she's really religious. Right, so she grew up her life kind of, uh, or she grew up her young, younger life, living for her brothers, sisters, serving kind of God, stuff like that. Her her family, helping her family out. 
and she's always kind of been um i love my mom it may it, it makes me sad talking about it because it makes me seem like she's no longer with us but she is so mm-hmm. but um she she sacrifices everything for everyone right mm-hmm. she sacrifices and she also kind of taught me to see the world in a different perspective right i'm not going to say i was never lost because everyone's always lost at some point yeah, and right. my mom was really always there to kind of say guide me back onto some sort of path whether it be spiritual whether it be mental whether it be health stuff like that whatever it could be and i was talking with her the other day and she 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 told, gave me a point she said she said the people who go to church are usually the ones that are sinners right yeah people who go to church are the ones that sin because um, how we mentioned before that in a Bible, right? You could read a Bible and there could be a point and you and an individual might take that and take it personally. They might say, oh, this is relating to me right now, right? Some people aren't aware that they're sinning or what they did during the week, they sin. So on Sunday, they go to church to kind of t- to let someone else read them the scripture of Bible for you th- yourself to say, that was my week. How did they, how did God know that that's, that's how did God or how did the priest know to read this scripture right now for me to kind of take that in and realize I'm a sinner, you know? Why is that? Huh? Is, that is that what you're asking? No, I'm, I'm just saying that's, oh, oh, that's oh, okay. what, that's what my mom told me. And it kind of goes on to say, some people just don't know when they're sinning. Some people don't know yeah. they're sinners. So they go to church for someone else to tell them that you're a sinner, that you're you're a child of God. I think it's... And that's uh, why a lot of guilty people don't go to church because they're guilty. They don't want to hear the word of God for themselves. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, intentional negligence. So... I mean, that it really is, is because people don't want to feel the shame. Mm-hmm. But if you were to understand that you, what you were doing was shameful to begin with, you wouldn't have done it to begin with. So one of the, one of the MOs, the, not magnum opus, but whatever the actual MO stands for, but one of the real lifestyle-changing, I guess, how you said mantra... One of the lifestyle-changing mantras that I've incorporated into my life was if you were going to be ashamed about someone bringing it up whenever you're next to them, Mm -hmm. why would you do it to begin with? Why would they bring it up or why would you do what they brought up? Let's say you did something, right? Yes. And then whenever someone brings it up, you feel ashamed that you did that. Mm -hmm. Then why why did you do it in the first place? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of what what God... I mean, going to church makes you realize, mm-hmm. right? You might read a script or they might read a scripture and you tell yourself, why did I do that? Because you're not, I hate saying you're because I'm always, that's something I hate in English class too. In English, we were, we were always told, don't use the word you. And it's kind of always stuck with me, but. You can replace it with people. People. That's why I say individuals. Yeah. That's why I say you, I mean, not you, individuals. That's why I always have that yeah. quick thing. But what was I saying? You were saying, 
the and I said this last episode, you should feel shame. Mm-hmm. Shame is God telling you that what you did is something you were not supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. There's a reason why you feel shame. Yeah. And the fact that you're trying to actively suppress that tells you that there is God to begin with. Mm-hmm. Which is what people don't understand, which is like why people, you know, people feel shame after they get hung over or they, you know, whatever. And then like, you know what? That's why alcoholics do that. That's why the first thing, not one of the first, but one of the fundamentals is whenever you go into AA is to, you know, build a relationship with God. Yeah. Because they get drunk and then they're like, oh, well, I feel drunk and I feel bad. So let me just get drunk again. Yeah. So that, that conscious that's telling them not to do that, that's God itself. Yeah. And the fact that you have a definition for what it is to feel bad. The fact that you know you have a definition of feeling bad means that there's something good already there. We said this. We said this last episode too. Exactly, but it, it's worth it's worth restating. I realize that yeah, you can even sure. see my face the whole time, but that's it's worth restating because pe- I I really do want people to understand this. Oh, uh, it's important. Yeah, I agree with you. Most people don't ever think about it in that way. The fact that you feel sad means that there is something happy or joyful slash good to begin with. If there was, a, there is a definition of evil. By there being a definition of evil means there's something that is not evil to reference. Mm-hmm. That's inarguable. That is inarguable. Yeah. All right. You have any good stories to wrap this out with? So we're not. I, th- I think the whole story. I think that should. I think that should wrap it up. I, we were supposed to talk about fake news, but <laughs> I mean, we did talk about fake. We news. We did talk about it, and it, it it's very very relevant to what we we're talking about. But I, I thought we we're going to go into more specifics about fake news. But yeah, we can do that at a different time. It was so fake news is constantly being spewed every day. So it was supposed to only be a 40, 50 minute episode. It's fine. <laughs> it's it really is fun. I mean, I think we did good. I like this. Spreading the word of God is what's important. Oh, we're at, we're at an hour 20. Whoops. Okay. I mean, it was good. I'm editing it anyway, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, everybody, thank you. I hope that you can get something out of it. Sure. I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. It's going to be the, nas- the national. It's going to be the, the closer of every episode. Are you going to do a prayer? Well, I could do a prayer, but I was going to say the, the three takeaways that you can take oh, from okay. this. Three takeaways is... The education system has failed you. Okay. And that you're, they tell you you're not allowed to think for yourself. And the government tells you, takes the Bible out of school. Two, the fact that you have a definition of evil means that there is a fundamental good to reference. Three. Oh, did you hear my shoulder? I did hear that one. I that was my you. elbow. Yeah. Three. Do your own research. You were not taught to do your own research. You were not taught to think for yourself. So you have to take it upon yourself to do it. Don't fall for the fake. Be yourself within the confines of goodness. You're not allowed to kill people. That, that, you know, there's things you're not allowed to do. There's a reason why there's laws. Yeah, yeah I think that's good. All right, well, I just want to say something real quick. Oh, man. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I'm surprised we didn't have a drone strike or something calm down on us when we were talking oh, yeah. about the whole political stuff. I mean, I still have to go home after this, so hopefully... By the way, anybody, if uh, if you see on the news that two podcasters commit suicide by a drone strike, 
or on the way home or something. I mean, I live five miles away from here. So. Yeah. If a drone strike happens to suicide us, we are not suicidal. Yeah. I am not suicidal. He is not suicidal. And we do not have access to drones. <laughs> so if we get drone striked on camera, then just know that it was not us. It doesn't even have to be drones. It could just be any just coincidental yeah, it, accident. Yeah, if we somehow, if we get stabbed 77 times in the back and die, then... From suicide? Yeah, then that means we, then somehow we committed suicide. If we, if we, uh, if there's a news story or you don't hear from us that, uh, I committed suicide by five bullets in the back of the head, mm-hmm. then just know that I am not suicidal. Yeah. He's not suicidal. I can restate it again. Yeah, I actually have things I want to do, so. Yeah. In the name of God, we pray. Thank you, God, for giving us every single day and for blessing us with the gift of life and that we are able to see through all the demons that surround us and that we're able to come up with definitions that is good. That you are the word, you are the good, you are the foundation, you are the fundamental. And without your word, without your grace, we will fall to the temptations of everyday life because demons are around us, which is why you give us the shield to protect us. You give us the aura to repel. I pray for the children, our most vulnerable, that they are able to have a prosperous life and that they are able to return back to your word, whether it be a journey much similar to mine, or whether it be a journey that they find on their own, the ultimate journey will lead back to you, to your kingdom. Amen. Good job. And that'll close it for the episode three. I think this is the best episode because I am more fluent Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that too. I feel like I could get more stuff out now. Fourth episode. It's only going to get better from here. We have more subjects involving religion, God. And always, <laughs> it's always <laughs> going to come back to it because there's no escaping it. There's just no way. Yeah, there is no way. It's crazy. All right, everybody. We'll see y'all in the next episode.